0: Welcome to Fresh from the Eski Subtitled, Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Welcome listeners to episode 13 of Fresh from the Esky. I'm back from my trip down to the Arctic South. Ben, it's still a bit cool here though. Welcome along.
1: Yeah, very cool here. I've got the hoodie on, got the tracksuit on. um, So we might have to start recording in the downstairs room
0: soon. Might have to, yes. Yeah, well, on my trip down south, as you know, I went to Yamba to celebrate um, Mark Johnson's 60th birthday. We left Yamba on June the 1st, and that's when I was informed on the radio there was an Arctic blast coming right up the east coast so made from very very chilly weather down victoria like i think it was five they said it felt like three it felt like minus three to me being a Mm. queenslander as i said to your mother when in victoria i'm a queenslander and when in queenslander i'm a victorian something like that actually one notable thing down there i didn't even remember state of origin was on until mum reminded me and said oh state of origin's on tonight like Not that I watch a lot of telly. Was it on the Channel It was, it was on Channel 9. I got the full telecast. Like, it seemed to be going for ages after the thing, too, after I turned it off. But, yeah, I did actually forget about it, like, you know, because you just don't hear as much about it. It's not the deal. Good game. It was a good good game, game. yeah, Yeah, especially... Good to see
1: Queensland get up.
0: Yes, yeah, it was. It was good. Gus was a bit perturbed about it. Gus Gould, but anyway, that gets that. This is a bit of an off-kilter episode, I... I realise we're meant to do you and I every fortnight. I've done this one because of the fact that I'll be away. We need to do this one, you and I, so that we're a bit more in touch with the AFL footy. What's going down, which a lot has been going down, Ben. Yeah, no, you there's know, been a lot these past couple of weeks. Hasn't there, yes. Like, has Melbourne, have the wheels fallen off? I mean, Collingwood beat you. Do the wheels get any flatter than that? I mean, mm. that's... that's anyway, we'll get into that moment. First of all, we have got a beer tonight. And we've got a sponsor for our beer Um, this week anyway.
1: Yeah, so we've got a sponsor this week. He dropped these into the fridge and he said, oh, I want to sponsor the next episode. And um, that was Sam Hooper said he would sponsor the next episode. Now, he is going to be... Just hit him up recently too. He said he's going to try and get on next week. He's um, still in town. Is he? Uh, He's doing his TAFE up here at the moment. So he leaves, I think, next Friday. But yep. he did say he has to get. Uh, he wants to be a little bit drunk for it. Otherwise, he don't think he'll talk that much.
0: So a man that performs in a band, although he's only the drummer, I suppose.
1: <laughs> well, I think if he if he buys these again, he'll be pretty drunk. So these are the Black Hops Brewery, and that's the Hornet IPA. One
0: point eight standard drinks. One point eight
1: standard drinks. What's the yes.
0: alcohol content of? Six percent alcohol. Yeah.
1: yeah. Made on the Gold Coast. This is. That's it? Um. I was say, can you actually grab me a stubby holder? Out? I, I really can. Do Touch that for you, Ben. With, with my hands, too cold. Um, but yeah, so Sam's sponsored the beers for this episode. we got, got the two of them.
0: Um, how's their new release going, by the way?
1: Yeah, very good, actually. Um, it's on Spotify, controlled by Math, if anyone is interested in listening to it.
0: Yes. Well, we're on Spotify, so they're um, on Spotify along with us.
1: I think they've got a gig this weekend at the Western as well.
0: At the Great Western?
1: At the Great Western, yeah. So what do you think of that?
0: It's not bad. Tastes strong too, though. It's not a bad beer, though. I don't mind it. Actually, that was someone... Someone in Victoria asked me about that. They said, Do you still have that pub up there that has the bull rides? I said, yeah, we've still got that. I think they said that Lee Kernighan owns. That's not a bad beer. That is not too bad, actually, yeah. Yeah, 1.8. That's, um... Probably you don't want to have a real lot of... Well, depends what you want to do, I suppose. But, um... Yeah, that's, well, i face say worse craft mm. beers.
1: Well, there was um, actually some, there was Pro Bull Run was just at the Western last weekend.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know. As I said to the guy, it still happens there I've been,
1: go. I've been interested in going to one of them at the Western, but I mean, now with footy on, we usually doesn't line up at the right times and that.
0: Mm. But should. I
1: remember Tyler went to one, and did he go to one of the PBRs, or he just went to some other thing at the Western, and he rode a potty calf?
0: He did or once, yeah. Car.
1: I do remember that. Yeah, no, a steer, I think. Yeah, a steer, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Hey, yeah, man, I think Sam was there. Been I think Sam might have
0: rode the Yeah, Jarrett. I think Blaine might have been the rider, was he? Yeah. yeah I think Blaine well, but was yeah
1: keen on it. yeah. I don't know if I'd do that, but I'd get on the mechanical ball. I've never been on one of them before. That'd be interesting. Yeah,
0: I went on one once in Bali, I think. I think so, anyway. can't remember a lot about Bali. Actually, what I do remember, though, is I made a trip down south. And this is my new segment. I think people have, what is it, um, bouquets and brickbats. We're going to call ours Cupcakes and Cowpads. Now, I've got a couple of cupcakes to give out. Mark Johnson and Steve McFarlane, I've got a recording of um, a guest appearance from them for, from Fresh for the Esky. And they did that after Jono's 60th, which there's a few beers had, and there was a lot of singing done. San. I only got involved when k San came on, and then admittedly, I did make cameos for Bad Out of Hell, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, and a few others, but I did try and not take over the whole world. I don't know if I was successful with that, but yes, there was a lot of that. So they did a hungover, is what you're saying. They were hungover and would have hardly had a voice, and they uh, agreed to do one from Fresh for the Esky. The other thing about that night, I have probably found a challenger to Heather Mackay as the greatest woman squash player Australia's produced. Vegan O'Byrne plays a mean game of squash, imaginary squash, but quite stylish and perform quite well on the night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so cupcakes obviously are your...
0: That's the bouquet, so that's the good thing. Yeah, the good things, yeah. You know. good things. yeah. yeah. So very yeah. are and the cow pads then? Another cupcake actually first for my niece, Jessica, who's also uh, will appear on Fresh from the Esky. First, first, first VMA, female, yes. Yeah. She uh, volunteered, she said, oh, I'd be good on that. I said, well, are you are going to come on? And she said, yes.
1: I was just told by yeah. someone at work, uh, we've got a very... White male, so far, on our guests. Yes, well... True. But, I mean, we don't really know yeah. too many other people.
0: Uh, but we, I noticed our listening demographic of women is up from uh, 9% to 24% now. Jeez. So it's going well, We must work. be
1: losing a lot of male viewers.
0: Yeah, maybe we're too feminine. Maybe. I don't know. Got more masculinity. But, yes, no, Well, so-
1: actually, what was the last... We did release a Ricky McHugh episode.
0: Oh yes. maybe a bit of a ladies, that, man. yeah, maybe yeah. that's where maybe that's yeah. where all the, um,
1: yeah, well, the female oh, viewers have come from. I would Listeners, like sorry. to
0: check the demographic of his one one thousand nine hundred twenty seven um, Instagram follows and see is there a maybe a heavy leaning towards the females. I mean, he's a man that took three girls out to the school formal, didn't he? Mm, yeah, I don't know if, what those. Did they? Were they all aware? I suppose. Were, yeah, what school formal was it? But yeah, pads, Well. My good friend, Louie Rollins, who I rolled in, I said, well, Blue, are you going to, and a listener, to Fresh from the Esky, I said, Louie, are you going to do a show for me? He said, no, no. Then proceeded to wisecrack his way for the next two hours, thinking how funny he was, and said, gee, I'd be good on you, Fresh from the Esky. Well, when that woke me up, after his funny wisecracks, I thought, well, no. So he's backed episode 573, which, we're only contracted to do 500 episodes, so, going to push part there. Hmm.
1: But uh, in saying that, we did bring Ricky forward from episode about 700 to episode Yeah, well, but
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we, we'd do the same for Blue if he begs, I suppose. Andrew Stevens, another one. He said, oh, Steve, I'll do it. Well, Steve, I wouldn't do it either. Then proceeded to, for the next two hours to tell me about his golf game and how he had lunch with Rod Laver once. Really, once again, I had to be woken up to go home. And actually, we conclude a cow pad for his wife, Jackie Stevens, because, and Trevor Hurrigan, actually, too. Trevor, I didn't actually ask because he was.
1: How's he going to cow pad then?
0: Well, Trevor's is for a different reason because everyone tells me, oh, we're great mates with Scott Burgess. Jackie Stevens, oh, we're great mates with Scott Burgess. Steve, oh, great mates with Scott Burgess. Do you know who Scott Burgess is? No. He is the father of Christian Burgess, who's the coach of the I did think Victorian saying, Country Swans. Yes. When you
1: were saying Burgess, yeah. I did think that.
0: Yeah, but. well, if. They're such great mates. How about a heads up, guys, that his son was heading up here to play footy. He could have been playing for the Glenmore Bulls. I think, as I've told you, I played footy against his uncle, Terry yeah. Burgess. See,
1: I, I did See, know that there was you knew of one of the Burgesses, and I thought it was his father, actually.
0: No, it's his but, uncle, his from son. what I can go. But they all say, oh, Scott Burgess, you know him. He's a great bloke. Yeah, great guy. Well, how about a heads up? Well, it,
1: actually, Christian, uh, from what I've the little I've spoken to him, it is a good bloke as well. Um, he? He actually, well, we versed him on the weekend. It was the Bulls versus Swans. I won't talk about the end result. It wasn't no. pretty. I've, um, I've seen the end result. We won't speak about yeah, it Yeah, when all. we were shaking hands, he came up to me and he said, um, he said, oh, great podcast, mate. Love it. So really? I don't know whether he listens to every episode or not. But then I did start thinking later. I thought, well, Dad, geez, he us the Swans a bit. The country Victorian Swans always call them that.
0: Well, I'd be happy if we had the country Victorian Bulls at the moment. <laughs> anyway, um, well, there you go. So he listens to our podcast. Apparently he's great mates with one, two, three people I know down there. Did there's some tie up with one other guy that come up here with Patrick Hurigan too, isn't there? Didn't Patrick play with yeah, his brother? Yeah, so or that's son? another bloke who's
1: went to Yarrapoon oh. who I think was um, linked to Christian Burgess and that's Tyler Spencer. Yeah, which I know. Well, Pat messaged me when he was coming up and he said um, that he was going to play for this. Yeah, mate of his was Once going again, to go play for Yarrapoon. Christian... Yeah. yeah. Um, so unfortunately, we couldn't get him, but I mean, I didn't try at all. he uh, said he's going to go play for Poon, so it was kind of out of my range already. Hmm. But, no, um, but
0: it would have been nice to get heads up, yeah. uh, you know, if it, they'd let me know. But anyway,
1: but um, yeah, well, ch- uh, shout out there to Christian if he is listening. Yes, yes, yeah. good
0: to have him along. And look, it's not we're not slandering you. We hope to play some grand final, and knock you off then. I suppose I'm jealous. I suppose maybe. You
1: know, oh, jealousy is a lot of. Hmm. A lot of it, yes.
0: Actually, without going on about my trip down south too much more, what I did discover, because once again, around Myrtleford, which is where, I don't know if Christian's from there, but that's where Terry Burgess and Scott Burgess originally were from, was Myrtleford. But um, I discovered something while I was at Myrtleford. Now, have you ever run into Gary Ablett Jr.? Guess what you and Gary Ablett junior have in common besides the fact that we're your fathers were both absolute legend footballers and better than yours what else do you have in common uh well i don't think we have that in common
1: no, you but don't
0: think you reckon gary was better than his old man oh
1: well maybe i don't know i didn't see gary abbott senior play too much but i oh. thought i was better than you
0: well, well right I'll I'll go. Go. if All right. you
1: had said legendary cult figure status now that's what i would have probably agreed there
0: Oh, all right, well, I'll take that. All right. Anyway, what what else? What other Well, thing? you already
1: told me, so I don't feel like spoiling it. All
0: I right, like- well, I'll tell you again then. You can say, Gary Ablett Jr., your great-grandfather resides in the same cemetery as my great-grandfather. Well, Because you know- Len Ablett, who is Gary Ablett's uncle, who the Myrtlefoot football ground has a pavilion there, the Len Ablett pavilion, that's why Gary Ablett when he had his break from Hawthorne, went and played country football with Myrtleford at in um, the Ovens and Murray League, and that's where he went. Uncle Len got him up there, right? Now, Uncle Len's father is in the Myrtleford Cemetery, along with my father's father's father. Yeah. So... So... Is that right? So I've got that right, haven't I? You Ga- your, are my you talking about my your great-grandfather, i oh, great-grandfather and Gary Ablett's great-great-grandfather. Yeah. That's right, sorry, yeah. Cuz you said it. I might have it. I no, think it's no. your
1: great-grandfather. Uh, your grandfather and my great-grandfather is what you said to me Yeah, I'm sure. that's
0: right, yeah. Yeah. So it's the same.
1: Yeah, and then it's Gary Ablett senior's grandfather yes. and Gary Ablett junior's great-grandfather. Yes. Well, you know, I actually another link. We've got a link to Gary Ablett. Through Jared Rainsford. So Jared Rainsford used to be best mates with a man by the name of Zach Smith. Yes. And Zach Smith, when he went to Gold Coast, lived with a man named Gary Abler Jr.
0: That's right. Jared yes. reckons... Took him under his wing a bit.
1: Yeah, mm. Jared reckons that he went to Gold Coast once and stayed at Zach's place, and Gary Ablett was staying there still. I reckons um, he's a very competitive ping pong player.
0: Really? Mm. I, myself, as you know, i am quite good at table tennis. Aye? Yes, haven't I told you? No, we don't I have
1: can't. a table
2: tennis.
0: Oh, no, I'm that good that we're not allowed to have a table tennis table. It'd be bad for your mental well, health, you a kids. Well, oh, I'm not very good at pool. That doesn't hurt your mental health. You can beat me at that without even trying. Anyway, that's a, probably enough from that trip. But, you know, so next time you run into Gary Ablett Jr. or Sr., just mention that to him.
1: Right? Um, I just wanted to circle back. Was it one of these, someone from... Someone from down your home, Yes. someone's father, someone's uncle,
0: you used to not like. Oh, I think I... S- did I mention that last episode?
1: Oh, it was Aaron, Naught- Aaron Norton's dad?
0: I said I wasn't. didn't particularly like his father, but yeah, that's all right. I don't think his father particularly liked me. Yeah, I no, know. I wasn't sure
1: whether it was that or um, the Burgess's uncle.
0: No, no, I don't think Terry Burgess would not know who I was, actually. I think it was I think we played against ever I think he played for the Purples and I played for Rowley in the under I don't know what it was, under twelves or under fourteen, something like that.
1: Oh, so it wasn't I thought you were no, talking about like early twenties no, no, or something. He, he,
0: no, he moved on a lot further in football than me. Like <laughs> I don't think he ever would have never played Evans and King football. He played he would have been playing I think could be corrected here, but I think he actually won a Morris medal and actually coached Myrtle for the world. Very, very good footballer, Terry. I don't Think Scott without this anymore. I don't think he was as good a footballer as Terry. Um, Christian is obviously very good because Christian played um down in the VFL, as far as I know, in the Coburg played, comp. And I think he has he
1: played a game for VFL first. Yeah, just yeah, last season.
0: Yep. And I think he might have won a Moorish medal or come very close in one in the Ovens of Murray. I and could be which wrong. Which is there.
1: the Ovens Murray League, best and fairest. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I could be wrong there. Anyway, if Christian's a listener, he can um let us know about that. He can. Let us know, and but I thought I think he may may have anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's probably almost enough about my trip AFL football. AFL what football. What is going on? What is going on, Ben? I think I've well, got a bit of a. It's been a
1: while since the last time we would have talked about it. I think since then, Melbourne would have lost their. First game of Frio. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then got upset by Sydney and now, just today, upset by the Pies. That's how bad they go. Upset the by the Pies, yeah. The big to come out of Melbourne was the Stephen May-Jake Um well, incident. That's right. Now, now, if you can inform them, because, as you know, I've got that hodge and small bladder and I already need to pee.
0: All right. Well, it's not just that. It's a culmination of things. There's been the issue with um, Simon Goodwin, the coach, about his behaviour. Um, and there was an investigation in that where uh, Gil McLaughlin said, look, Gary Pert, they thought, might derail the investigation, and Gil said, well, he'll be told to shut the F up and sit down. Um, So that was an ongoing thing. Then Christian Petrarca said their crowd demographic is just old people. That's why no no crowd's coming to their footy. And then on top of that, Stephen May, who was concussed the week before, was out drinking at a, um, a team at, at a team dinner organised by Joel Smith, who someone had a crack at Joel Smith and said, well, this is the best thing you've done all year. Someone else had another crack and said, well, I'll go further than that. I'd say it's the best thing you've done ever since you got um, injured so you couldn't play in the finals. Well, that was Stephen May that said that? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't think that was. I think this is when Jake Melsham stepped in and said, I, don't, I think we're pushing this a bit far. Stephen May then stepped in and said, well, what would you know? Well, I'm not sure what he said. One report is he said, what would you know? You only play in the twos. And then added on that if you'd played in this grand final last year, we would have lost. Um, I think at some stage they've decided to take it outside. Now, Jake Belsham, who I've heard can go a bit apparently, because Stephen May, he's done his reputation in. He's meant to be a hard, physical backman. This is the second time he's been dropped, I think. Cam- well, Campbell Brown broke his jaw in LA and um, now Jake Melstrom dropped him with one punch, apparently. Dropped right. him to the floor.
1: Well, and then now melstrom has got the hand infection. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that, you get that a bit when you hit someone, if their teeth, I'd yeah. say, he's, yeah, broke a tooth. So very,
1: yeah, very interesting. You said risky telly. Yeah, like now Riscitelli there's reports coming out
0: that that wasn't the only time Big Mouth May has got himself in trouble at the Gold Coast. Apparently, he got in a blue with Riscatelli. I don't know if Riscatelli dropped him. About the only, the biggest thing to come out for May is I think he's got suspended, but he would never be invited to one of those you know ex-footballer fight nights. I mean, who'd put money on him to win? No, he's a, yeah. He must have a glass jaw. He's hopeless. Hopeless. So Campbell no,
1: Brown did actually break Stephen yeah, broke jaw. Yeah, his jaw
0: broke it pretty bad, I think. Actually, yeah. It was one
1: but, punch or what? Oh, I don't know. One Surely there would be footage of it somewhere.
0: I suppose it was in LA, probably. Or something. I don't know. But, I mean, he must have a mouth on him. He must have a few drinks. And But Nathan Jones come out and said, look, I can understand someone wanting to build him. And Someone else come out and said, this is why we should give medals to everyone in the team, you know, in the in the club, like the whole list for a thing. But I don't think that's going to solve anything. It's no. whether you're playing it, it's what matters. I'd
1: say, if if them more do go ahead and win the grand final this year, and I don't get picked, and I get a medal, I feel like I'll be paid out more for having the medal and not played in the game.
0: Yes, well, someone you know that happened to, they um, missed out on selection, and they won the grand final, and they were given a medal, and they hid it away, kind of, until the end of the career when they found out they weren't going to win one. Now they hang it proudly in the downstairs room. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. You're not part of it, like you're not out on the ground. I mean some of the guys don't feel part of it. they're on the bench at the time the siren goes. Imagine not being in the team. But I don't know, as maybe I suppose
1: maybe you could kinda of see it if you were if you were selected every week and that you're kind of a mainstay and you were injured for the grand final. Yeah. Like but if you were just not selected it's Still not the same as getting in there. Yeah, it's I mean it's not the same, but you would kind of think like, Oh, I should have been out there in that case where if you weren't just if you just weren't getting picked.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. But the big thing is, what has it done to Melbourne? Like, three no, weeks really ago, really. I would have said, Melbourne's a shoo-in. They no, seem to oh, on just... the
1: downhill slide once the Fremantle Dockers beat them.
0: Yes. Well, who would have picked that? I did. Yeah, Tipped you did. Yeah, did. That's
1: why I'm leading Tibbet.
0: Uh, I would not have picked it this week. I thought, no, nah, they're going to get back on. Collingwood, surely, they're going to get back on this week. But no, it just shows how much of this is all a mental thing. You know, the wheels are falling off a bit. Like I say, there's issues with Goodwin, there's the um a crowd issues which I don't know how Carolyn Wilson, that chick that um, was on the footy a lot, um was into Patracker about oh you can't say it's your demographic well what is it? What's he meant to say? He's got you ask him a question, what's he meant to say we play boring footy? Well they weren't playing boring footy, you know, they're not getting flogged each week. I mean who, who'd was- who'd go to a North Melbourne game, really? Darcy Tone. Really? Would he? Only, only he recruit someone anyway, to build, yeah. build his house, anyway, I think. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know, God. Um, mean, I'm pretty nice. sure that Trish McCharker said, like, oh, 30,000, like, pretty quiet or something. We can't get going, but with 30,000 fans. like, Yeah. I would love to play in front of 30,000 f- fans.
0: Yeah, well, I'll I'd, I'd, I'd tell you what, if he needs a crowd to get going, he's getting enough money. He should be just getting going anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. like you say, 30,000. Like, I mean,. Rugby league crowds, if they get 30,000, that's a sellout. No, well, it's not sell-out, but it's a big mm-hmm. crowd even for the Broncos these days. But well, yeah, Richmond Port had 21,000, and they're, they're saying, you know, Richmond, where's your 100,000 supporters? It's cold in Melbourne at the moment, though. You know? And plus, it is telly.
1: And it is a bit you know, more. It is expensive. Yeah. It, it is.
0: And they reckon the other thing is they've made it hard with this ticketing instead of them just rolling up getting a ticket, now they got to book tickets online oh. and all that stuff. So yeah, there's a there's a fair bit going on there. But um, footy wise, it's really thrown it open now. Like Brisbane, probably back in the well, mix. Brisbane Frio top of the ladder now, are, are they? Yeah. Frio are well and truly in the mix. Like oh, Frio have actually knocked off bigger have bigger scalps than Brisbane. I'd say yeah. Well, that's yeah. What-
1: and I'm going to bring him up because he, he pisses me off. Jacob Redsell.
0: Jacob Redsell. Jacob Redsell. Former he guest. Says, Former guest of the yeah, show. He,
1: can, he cannot rate Fremantle. He does not think that they're a chance. Oh, no. He, they're, but they're, yeah. we've beaten Melbourne. Yes. We've beaten Brisbane. Yes. We've beaten Geelong. Hmm. And we've beaten Carlton.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's not bad. Four,
1: yeah four in the top five.
0: Yes. Not bad. See, that's the thing. Brisbane are one to worry me a little, you know. They don't get the big scalps like they should. Corey
1: Redsell actually said, look, I don't think Fremantle are going to win the grand final because of their... He said they're too unexperienced in finals and that. But Corey at least sounded like he respected Fremantle, which Jacob just doesn't.
0: Oh, Corey's always been the better brother, I think. Mm. Really. Yeah, well, I think Port probably out of it now. (laughs) Essendon, what a joke. Port weren't
1: making that comeback. They started 0-5 and then they won the next... Yeah. And even the games that they lost, they didn't seem to lose them. Yeah, but they lost to Richmond,
0: didn't they? Oh, it was it Richmond on the weekend? Yeah, they lost I to Richmond. I think that's going to it yeah. very hard for them, Mike.
1: I think Frio's got them next after the
0: ball. Eh? Yep. Essendon, 150 year celebrations. Great speech, apparently, by. Hempel? Yeah, Campbell. Dyson Hempel. Um, had the old guys there. James Hurd, they brought him out like a WWE wrestler through the smoke and everything, mm. I, which I don't know if that was to kind of get people talking about the they made out he was the biggest star when he's the guy that dragged him back down whether it's right or wrong he's part of the thing that dragged him back down after the drug scandal like you know and um but they made a big thing of him coming out there Um, there was a lot of older guys there from their glory years and that and sensational but then they we never really looked like winning the game. No, they, they were competitive, I suppose, but that's all you'd say. They never looked like they were going to win the game. St Kilda, a bit of a worry. A bit the same. They don't seem to win the big games, which is a bit disappointing. They did be Fremantle? They did. Yes, they did. Very early on. Yeah, very early two. on. Yeah. North Melbourne. Well, I'm not even going to waste my time talking about. It. It's awful. Said that Horn Francis guy. He, he might as well already be out the door. He doesn't want to be there. I don't think. Yeah, no. and Frio did win, but I'll tell you what, it was a come from behind against the Hawks. Like I don't,
1: I've, I, don't know about the Hawks. They're kind of at the moment I feel like a mystery bag team because mm. they put it up against us. They beat Brisbane. It's
0: not bad beer, Sam. A bad beer.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they beat Brisbane. Yes. Um, they've had very close games. They absolutely got belted by St Kilda when I went and watched them. Yes. But then yeah, yeah. after that they've beaten Brisbane. They've yep. had some close games. I think they beat Geelong.
0: Yeah, they're, they're inconsistent. Inconsistent, like, yeah, I'd say. Yeah.
1: If you get a good Hawks team, they're going to be hard to beat, I think. Mm. That Jai Newcomb?
0: Yes, he's not bad. Oh, he he's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, he's one of the... Um, I think he's still
1: Edgewater in the Rising Star.
0: Is he? He's about yeah. 28 years old, isn't he? I, thought, I think Not so. 38. I think he's 48. 22. 22. He, he's an older player, like I say, yeah. Yeah, so... At the moment, um, I haven't even had a look what next week's rounds are, but that'll sort things out a bit. But it'll be a it'll couple of weeks buys again. Yeah, I know. Oh, is there I was it three weeks of buys, is it? Yeah, three weeks oh,
1: right. of buy. They've got three weeks of six, six teams having buys. I oh, know right. Fremantle, Brisbane, and Melbourne all have the buy next week though.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that could be right then. Yeah. So that's the AFL probably pretty much where it stands at the moment, I suppose. Mm. Like I say. It's really opened up, Melbourne dropping these. And like I say, it just shows how much... It's more than just the players on the ground. It's, it's a whole thing. Like I say, Hardwick and Richmond, they dropped it a bit when his missus left him last year, I reckon. You know, and yeah, just, well, just it's, changes...
1: It's like, uh, um, yeah, when the team gets a new coach, they always seem to come out and then just win.
0: Mm. Maybe North Melbourne should change their coach every week. Maybe that would be the thing. Maybe just have a rotation well, I through.
1: The, I think the Warriors sacked their coach last weekend so did yeah, the Tigers. I think they both lost.
0: Oh, the, yeah, the yeah Kamali's coaching the sides, Brett Kamali, and no, was he coaching the Warriors? No, I don't know. I see Brett Kamali's coaching one of them. I think it might be the West Tigers, actually. But, yeah, um, the mel, uh, rugby league's a bit more predictable at the moment, though. I'm not winning the tipping on that either, actually. Um, other things to happen. What's your opinion on the Saudi Arabian golf, Ben?
1: I don't know enough about it. Oh. I heard that the crap golfers going over and playing it.
0: Well one, one guy the guy that came last which I think was 30-30 won the most money he's, because he was part of the winning team came 53rd had won some warm up tournament they had the week before he's won actually four times the amount of money he's won in the, since he's been on a PGA tour since 2015
1: or something. Why didn't they? Why, why aren't they going over there?
0: Why aren't they? Oh. oh I suppose it's because there is a bit of a sports washing thing about it. I don't know if I don't know what your opinion on that is. I, I don't know what my opinion on that is, really. I mean, you know, we we say the Chinese have bad human rights, but we have Grand Prix over there, don't we? And we trade with them. Uh, I think we trade with the Saudi of Ravens for oil and all that. But oh, yeah. Apparently we don't want to play golf over there. Um, I know they probably do some bad things. So do the Americans. So, so do we probably do some bad things. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit... Don't know what to...
1: What the, what the winner of that last get...
0: What was his score? Um, actually, yeah, they only played three rounds. I noticed that they only played three rounds. I think he got 82, 77. seventy-seven, seven. Might have been twenty-four over. I think actually. I was going to say three rounds. Yeah. That's. It's not great golf for the standard they're playing. Yeah.
1: Twenty-four over.
0: Yeah. Well, forty Yeah. So it was something in the twenties over. I think. Yeah.
1: Well, I could only really get twenty-four over.
0: No, you couldn't. Be. <laughs> that's over three rounds. Not over one round. You like one.
1: What's a round? 18 holes?
0: Yes. So he's went probably... Well, say he went 18 over, that'd be... Oh, yeah, it'd be eight over each round. So if a par- so he he's went crap. eighty. Yeah, well, for those guys, it's not great, yeah. But I, I mean, know, yeah, obviously not be exactly that crap. Though. I wouldn't say crap. But why
1: bucks and PGA and all that get unders?
0: Yeah, I know. The guys that win, not everyone wins, <laughs> remember? All right. Um, yeah, but how can you win with a... Uh, Oh, eight over. One hundred twenty-five thousand. Sorry, it wasn't an Australian guy. The guy that came last, he was forty-eighth place. The individual, he got one hundred twenty thousand for coming last.
1: With a score? Of what?
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I can't say. I'd have to. I'd have to look that up. Grace uh, To Police, who has been a pro since two thousand fifteen, and has approximately nine hundred thousand dollars in career earnings. His second place check was two point two one five million. And another 107. So he, the the guy that comes second cleared nearly 3 million, and he's been playing on the tour f- for seven years and approximately made $900,000 in career and is before that. So I don't know if you can pick on those blokes for. I don't
1: know. Yeah, taking the money
0: off. Of course, there's been accusation of sports washing and all that because of what goes on over there, but like I say, where do we draw the line? You know, like I say, with the Chinese, um, do we stop the PGA because of school shootings? I don't think that's ever crossed anyone's mind to do that, do they? Because I don't think golf controls school shootings. I don't know. Maybe that's a problem. The government's too closely linked to the um, golf. I don't know if that's where the money's coming from. The Saudi Saudi Arabian government. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I know it's creating a lot of angst, but I don't know what the PGA is so worried about because they actually do have the history they have the four majors, which will always be the big thing. You know, just like...
1: Well, they said that the players from both are coming together for the US Open.
0: Oh, no, they banned them. They banned them. Anyone lined up and teed off in that LIV thing or whatever was being banned, banned from the PGA. Oh, no, actually, sorry. The PGA doesn't actually control the Open, so that's up to the individual Openers. Yeah, because yeah. I, be right. I heard
1: just on the news today that they said yeah. that players from both, hmm. um, well, both sides or whatever are coming together for the US Open
0: yeah well that will be interesting then will be interesting but yeah they're asking a lot of hard questions that golfers over there what do they think of the you know that murder in the embassy of the reporter the u.s reporter you know i think greg norman said well you know everyone makes mistakes well probably not the correct answer but i don't know there's a lot more to it than that i suppose but yeah that's the other thing the other thing i suppose george camposus lost his um yeah. title never even looked winning like winning it um, he has got a rematch clause. Apparently, no one's real keen on having a rematch. He got beaten that badly. Not that he got beaten up badly. He just never got in the fight. He knew what kind of fight he was getting. He was getting Devin Haney, who I think may actually be a Floyd Mayweather protégé. I'm not sure about that, but he does box like Floyd. He's an offensive boxer. He just jabbed and used his feet. Kept out of trouble. Landed enough. And composers didn't seem to want to change. Gambosas was just setting left and right, left and a right, and didn't want to, didn't seem to want to, kind of get him in and get on the inside and fight him. Try and get him in a corner and do something. Gambosas has even admitted, I probably should have changed my tactics. I think, but well, it seems a beautiful thing, isn't it? It George? is, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people reckon the the win was so one-sided that no one would want to watch it again. I don't know. Costa Zoo has landed a world title fight against Jamal Charlo, though. Yeah, I saw that. Charlo just beat uh, Brian Costanzo, I think. So he's actually the unified um, at the weight, which I think is the uh, middle or junior middles. So um, Costa Zoo's got a fight against him, which so is that's a good thing. Tim sure. Zoo's... Oh, sorry, Tim Zoo, Costa yeah. Zoo's son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tim that. Zoo is, yeah. The other boy's fighting too, I forget the other boy's name, Um, but he's um going pretty good too, but he's not up to that level yet. And I think the other guy, um, the other Australian guy's got a world title fight too, organised that um, Sue doesn't get along with it. They had the fight called off. I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that um, Jeff Horn beat, or he beat Jeff Horn, Jeff Horn beat him. Anyway, they got fights, so boxing, we're going well. Um, what else is there to chat about, Ben? Have you got anything?
1: Uh, me and Joel's five to two weeks without you.
0: Yeah, well, that was good. I'm, I'm glad you did, yeah. Uber, <coughs> Uber eats Um, shares went up apparently huge no No, no. not true backers
1: it was weird I didn't feel like I um I didn't feel like I cooked too many nights but I think we only had takeaway about three times
0: oh that's good that is good yeah
1: but I yeah I didn't feel like I was cooking every night or anything like that oh that's excellent um oh the rocky show was here
0: and how'd that go good how'd the talent Um, night go down at the footy club that you compared Ben
1: did we not do that already
0: no not that I've heard of no I, 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 I saw I, I saw. A, I saw, I saw the highlight and I was some guy blowing up um, balloons. Yeah, Streety
1: came in second with that arm, blowing up Did two he? balloons at once. And um, what won? Uh, Mevlana Gokman won with a rendition of Tears something by the weekend, something to do with Tears by the weekend. Dressed yeah. up and all, yeah, very good performance. Put a lot of effort in and I think it deserved to win.
0: I don't think I saw that one. Was it on the thing?
1: Yeah, yeah he was wearing the red suit jacket. Oh, Big Afro. with the
0: three guys behind yeah, him. Yeah, with three yeah, guys Yeah, that did him. nothing. Yeah.
1: They were told to do nothing. That was the instruction, oh, was it? yeah. Oh, right,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, Joshy Ketchup um, was on there as well. He did a um, bit of country singing. Yeah. So yep. that, was, that started us off on a good note. He was the first act, I, I think, think. I
0: might have seen that one, yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure who it was, but yeah. Scotty Solder seemed, uh, thought the judging was against him, thought he maybe should have won it.
1: Yeah, he did think he should have won it. He was, up, he was up there. Was he? He was up there. But um, yeah, I just sort of had to go with Mev.
0: Oh were you judging it were you?
1: Ah uh, yeah I judged it I well no. basically I um just had the crowd do a um cheer reaction at the yep. end after after all the people had been through and um just based it off that. Very um, good. Tyler you, pulled out an act. He um kicked a can off Sam Hooper's did head. Did see good
0: effort I thought but took a f- yeah, few it took attempts. Four four, four attempts four, four so attempt. it
1: kind of lost its magic yeah. to me.
0: Yeah. You did a bit of karate though on um soggy wet newspaper or something
1: no it was just normal newspaper oh oh sorry um yeah, a bit tougher than I thought yeah then. I didn't I wasn't going to do anything I had said like I was going to do karate and that but that's only because I thought we'd only had like six acts signed up but then on the night I was able to kind of peer pressure people into doing stuff and like Tyler hadn't signed up um everyone it, more people got into it and that and I didn't think I had to do an act but I'd said enough about it where I thought, oh, i better do something. So I just oh. made it up on the spot, really.
0: And the crowd would have appreciated that, I'm sure. No, I got
1: booze when we came to the judging. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, but that's always expected.
0: It is. It's kind of like the Prime Minister of the I country. I think it's
1: like one of those things where you just... you puppy. A, when, you're, when you're a cult figure, everyone just hates you. Yeah. Oh, Which does make yeah. sense. Because no. yeah. well, I seem to be number one in the fines every week, too. And I'm actually the guy who does the fines. I
0: think they enjoy fining you a lot, actually, Ben. Mm. I think they do. That is a thing, actually. I don't know if we've got a lot else. Like I say, um, we the show's going along quite well. Um, I did get a few questions asked of, why are you doing a podcast when I was down south for that? And I said, well, why not? It's a bit of fun. I said, it's bonding time for Ben and I. Ben enjoys it. I enjoy it. And it's um, it's going along well. I've um, still got no merchandise going at the moment. Yeah, but
1: you have been looking I, into I've, I've been, Stubby coolers. I've been
0: looking into Stubby Coolers and... Um, Hopefully we can do something along that front and we'll especially be able to give them out to our guests. Probably not Bluey Rollins or Andrew Stevens at this stage until I actually, oh, well, actually, Glenn Hunt. Glenn Hunt, I actually approached Glenn Hunt too. And he actually had a legit excuse. He said, he said, um, he said look, there is a little bit of fear about doing it too, but he said, look, I'm actually um, helping my daughter move after work this week. And I thought, well, that's pretty legit. I've since found out his daughter actually owns a microwave, a slow cooker, and a um, 600 mil by 600 mil coffee table. So, Glenn, I then saw you <coughs> out fishing on Lake Eildon the following, that weekend as well. So, I don't know, I think there was more fear and trepidation in it than he was letting on. But I don't want to bag him too much because he's a very, very good listener. Yeah, no, One he interacts her, with the um, yes, he Instagram. Does. So, um, um, have you got
1: be- any Marbag from episode 11 or 12?
0: No, well, we'll no, not unless you've got something in the group chat. I've been um, looking at them and they've both actually rated well. Um episode eleven uh, with the return of the E or donkey. Himself, Ricky McHugh, actually went like a rocket. Yeah, the no, there was yeah. a fair
1: few um in the group chat about that one. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I had a couple of Riley Maguire where he really enjoyed the fact that Ricky said that he learnt so much from a chat with Wayne Bennett for five minutes he found that hilarious.
0: Yeah, I do too, actually. What, what did you learn? What did you learn? Really? But, um, yeah, surprising Wayne hasn't been in contact. He's trying to poach everyone else that plays rugby league for his dolphins or whatever they are.
1: Um, actually, with episode 12, though, Beatles in a rabbit hole, I did notice that you didn't put a space between episode and 12. Kind of annoyed me. Oh, Sorry. And um, then also maybe why well, people haven't been reply, replying in the, um, the Q&A is because you said Sud. So Ben's, the rabbit hole segment, Remain.
0: Yeah, well, I'm doing this very late at night, Ben, all right? Like, well, I'm thinking um, I, might, I'm have get... to,
1: I uh, might have to take over. Uh,
0: well, I wish you would take over something besides just sitting out and talk. Like, I've got to set everything up. I do... What part? Well,
1: I did start doing the upload and then you just started doing it yourself.
0: You showed me how to do it, and then you said, right, left me, and left me to do no,
1: it. No, I, I used to write up all the things and everything. Well, you, we'll, you we'll get yourself. you more
0: involved, Ben. We'll get you more involved. Like, I do feel that, you know, you're just taking this along for your own personal glory, and that's about it, like, you know.
1: What personal glory do I get from this?
0: Oh, no, at least now that your poon coach knows who you are. <laughs> Bet you're through the podcast, yeah, not true. through your football ability. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, well, I reckon that's, um, that's not too bad. Look, on a more sombre note... When I was heading down south, I got some bad news. I think it was, yeah, it's on June the 1st, just after I left Yamber, that um, an ex-football coach of mine had passed away who happened to be uh, a coach of mine down in Middlewall. And um, that's why I stayed a bit longer to attend his funeral. Big funeral too. Um, Wayne was... Wayne Pup. Alan was a friend to a lot of people. He coached us to a premiership. I remember when he took over as coach, actually, I remember sitting in a pub and having a chat to me, like, which in itself, that's surprising. I didn't even know pub knew who I was, actually, but having a chat to me and suggesting that maybe I should take myself and my football a little more seriously, that you know, I'd already decided I was just happy to play football because, you know, I was happy to get a game, because as a junior footballer I sucked, really, and would quit playing. And you know, he suggested maybe I'm a bit better than I thought I was, and things like Look, he was wrong. I knew, and he knew, actually, what I was exactly. But no, good bloke. Um, he, um, one of those guys that stick up for you a bit. I remember a game at North Wang. A couple of guys took a bit of um, an issue with me because they reckon I was umpiring the game, which I wasn't. I'd only been assisting the umpire. But at about midway through the last quarter, when I talked the umpire into giving me a free kick and I actually kicked a goal, which was unusual in itself. Uh, A couple of them came at me, and it was a bit hard to take on two of them at once. But anyway, um, Pup Alan caught up with one of them at the nightclub that night, apparently, for me, which I didn't know whether to be embarrassed about or what, because um, I thought I should be able to fight my own battles. And another memory of Pup Alan is um, on a footy trip in um, King's Cross, getting in a cab with Pup. And the um, cab driver saying to him, saying to us, saying, um, where to, guys? Where do you want to go? And pup saying to him, well, what the F is it to you, mate? I thought, well, Pup, he's actually the taxi driver and probably needs to know where we're going. Anyway, like I say, good bloke, good coach, hard footballer. Had the name Puppet because of the fact he actually ran like um, a Thunderbird, I think, and had a very awkward kick in action, but um, played Pretty high standard of football. I think he played. Oh, I remember you the telling me stories about him before, yeah. Yeah, no, a good bloke, really good bloke. And um to sixty three years old. Um so condolences to um, his son Caleb and his family and friends. Um, part yeah. of the Allen network, quite a large family. Do you have down a couple there.
1: of brothers that played with as well? I uh there. Like I think I feel generally like I've heard generally m- many co- stories of the yeah, Allen's no, from war.
0: Yeah, they're his cousins generally. Cousins. Um he did have a brother, Glenn. That played with us as well, but it was more his cousins: um, Mark, Neville, Brendan, and Kevin. Um, Brendan actually coached us to a premiership. Brendan, Mark, and all of them—actually, all four—would have played in premierships. I think three of the boys played in senior premierships there. Like so, yeah. So yes, yeah. I remember,
1: yeah, I remember a mm. fair few of those Allens yeah. tell me stories about from
0: Yeah, no, very big. Family down there, um, the Allens and the gardeners and that. So yeah, and very football orientated. Had been involved with the footy club for years. Like their fathers, Tom and Laurie, were involved in the footy club as well, and that like, and um, had a lot to do with the footy club. Anyway, Pup also had his um, signature song. He was a bit of a character, one of the larger-than-life people around the footy club as well, him and your John Michelinies and Harry Mays and that. Anyway, I he had remember this, that name too, John Michelinie. He was another big character down there, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he's, he passed many years ago in a car accident, um, sadly.
1: There's another bloke who had to stick up for you too.
0: He was good, Micka. If, you, if you'd if you have a go yourself, he'd have a go for you as well, and Micka could handle himself, he was a big man, he could handle himself pretty well actually, yeah, yeah. But, Actually I think he's one of those guys who didn't know how to take me as well, actually. But anyway he, uh, he I got on well with Lee actually, yeah. I used to I used to play a few card nights down at uh young Russell Ferguson's place and yeah, used to yeah, used to enjoy him actually. Mick of the big Greek god he was. Anyway, um yeah, Pup Allen's signature song was under the boardwalk, so we might go out with a rendition of that tonight. Not by me nor you. Yeah. We'll just um we'll see if we can get the I forget who did the song actually originally, but I remember Pup Allen's rendition of The Best. But we'll go out, I think it's The Platters. Actually, we'll go out with that. All right, Got Benny, till good. next week. Or next week? Yeah, next week. Next week. We'll do it. Next recording, yeah. That's another one in the bid. Oh, Thank the you. Okay, Bye. And burns the on the roof.
2: And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof.